This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. My name's Rick Samprin, and another victory for the Hamilton Tiger Cats, who are the hottest team in the East Division. Forget that they're 2-8. and eight. They're 2-0 and oh in their last two. They beat the Ottawa Red Blacks tonight, 26-22 the final. We're going to throw open the phones at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Email me your thoughts on tonight's ball game. That email address, rick at 900chml.com. We're all over social media. Hit me up on Twitter. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at Rick Samprin at AM 900 CHML. We're going to vote for the player of the game. I have my thought on that. And uh, when all is said and done, we will anoint the fifth quarter fan of the night. We'll go through the scoring summary. We'll talk about some of the highs and lows of tonight's ball game. The key turning point in tonight's game as well came in the third quarter following a Red Blacks touchdown. That key turning point being the injury to Trevor Harris. There's about nine and a half minutes to go, and Devon Coleman just tattooed Trevor Harris, drilled him into the turf, and Harris, who knows, might be gone for a considerable amount of time. If you're watching tonight's ball game, you will have seen Harris tried to throw on the sideline, and he could not even raise his arm above his shoulder. That could be significant. We wish him all the best. Hopefully a speedy recovery for Harris. You never want to see a player get hurt. But that, to me, was the turning point in this ball game. Was it a spectacular game for the Cats? I wouldn't say spectacular. Awesome start. 10-0 after one. 23-7 at the half. They led 20-1 at one point midway through the second quarter. Full marks to this Ticats team tonight who battled through injuries and get their second straight victory after beating the Argonauts on Labor Day 24-22. They get a little bit better of a cushion tonight beating the Red Blacks 26-22. Okay, phone lines are open, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Give me a call. We'll talk about a Ticats win tonight. Leading off tonight is Ron. Hey, Ron, how are you? Hey, uh, <laughs> I'm happier than uh, a pig in a poke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good place to be. Oh, geez. I, uh, I'll tell you, uh, they're coming to life. They're a complete different team from the first eight that they lost. Um, it is awesome. Uh, what can I say, Rick? What do you think is the difference? Uh, the coach and Mazzoli, those two, the rest of the team, I believe, is the same. Yeah, for the most part, you're right. Yeah. Uh, it's just a boost in morale, okay? They got confidence. They're playing with confidence. Uh, it's still, uh, the team gives the fans like a cardiac arrest, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah, they've they've given us a lot of downs this year. Those two games in Edmonton certainly were nail biters and uh, heart stoppers toward the end. The last two games, uh, <laughs> you know, there's been a lot to, to be desired, especially on Labor Day, uh, and especially before the weather delay. Afterwards, it was it was an exciting game tonight. Uh, you know, the second half was kind of, hey, you know, what what's this team? Are they in a lull? You know, Ottawa's coming back. Harris then gets hurt. Drew Tate comes in. Yeah, he has a couple of great tosses, but uh, they just could not sustain drives. And Hamilton's defense, I thought, played another solid ball game tonight. Yeah, they did. Uh, the defense, uh, oh, what can I say? <laughs> I'm shaking. I had a fall earlier tonight. Oh, no. Hey, Ron, who's your player of the game tonight? I. Uh, Brandon Banks. I like the guy uh, from when he started with us, okay, the first season. And uh, he, he's had some bad breaks, but uh, 
his confidence is high, and that's what counts. And he's a good little player. Okay. Ron, appreciate the call. Uh, you take care, Rick, and Oski Wee Wee. Oski Wee Wee. Take care, Ron. 905 645 3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. Uh, find it interesting that Ron picked uh, Brandon Banks for his player of the game. Uh, he didn't make a catch tonight and uh, didn't return a punt or a kickoff tonight. But hey, you're allowed to pick whoever you want. You want to pick someone who does not have anything in terms of a statistic tonight? They can do some other things well. There's an opening for you on our food bank, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Email me your thoughts on tonight's game, rick at 900chml.com is the email address. Randy on email, well, a nervous hang-around game where the Cats kept Ottawa in it, but they held it on defense. Some very careful tactics on the national-slash-international ratio by the Ticats coaching staff. I could see some creativity with Felix Faubert-Lucier being used at the wide receiver position, CO Prime, in and out of the game. We need some good kickoff returns. Let's hope the new signings will help. Nobody wants to remember Nadon Gascon or Taylor Reed. We miss Moses Madu, Ellingson, and even the retired Henry Burris, for that matter. Burris that was on the TV, class act all the way. My cat player of the game, Jeremiah Masoli, for his game time spark and maneuverability. Might be the word of the night. Uh, some great special teams play by the Tabbies. The last two minutes was a topsy-turvy stomach coaster, but we did it. Yet anything is possible in the last half of the season. Go Cats. Go that email from Randy in Oakville. On Twitter, we have a tweet from Austin. Great win and what a turnaround for the team. Soli is the player of the game. Hashtag fifth quarter. Hashtag Ticats. And Abe on Twitter simply writes, Crazy. In all caps, Abe is certainly beside himself with tonight's 26-22 win, uh, Hamilton beating Ottawa. Back to the phones we go. Darcy's on the line. Darcy, good evening. Hey, Rick. I, I, I never thought I'd say that this, this year, but uh, I think the, the Cats today, they looked like a totally different team, especially in the first half. They, they looked like a team that... Uh, I've never seen in a long, quite a, quite a while, a year and a half anyway. And, uh, I, I, I think it's a combination of coaching and, uh, and, uh, the old line play played probably their best game. They played in a long time tonight. And, uh, this old line has now had back to back games. Cause I thought they played great on Labor Day too. Yeah. And, 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 um, I just think Mazzoli gives them a different, uh, a totally different look. And, uh, the only thing, the only, thing i'd like to see him do is at the end of the game maybe uh run a bit more because he he uh sometimes uh he, he's got that room to run but uh you got to make that decision quick and and he, he totally gives us a different flavor from uh from the other guy there caleros <laughs> the, who, who's the other guy yeah yeah, uh, yeah Masoli had seven carries tonight for 73 yards that's pretty good yeah. and the defense looks like they've been re- they've improved a lot i think that lolly uh I think he's learned a lot from when he he coached in Edmonton with Jones. Mm-hmm. He, he, he seems to be doing a, a little bit more mixing up the schemes with that. And um, uh, my my player of the game would be Dennis McPhee's front four man. He 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 did a hell of a job with what he's got, and he didn't doesn't have much there. Like we're uh, operating on uh, band aids there on the front four, but uh, they they stepped it up, man. The front four, Hamilton's front four, played really well. They got a lot of pressure, and. Uh, they they would be my uh, my players of the game. You got and, a ca- you know Capicotti goes down. Uh, they have Vaughn come in. He has a you know a big uh, a big play. Uh, Adrian Tracy I think has played better as the season has gone on. Neil and Coleman in the wi- in the middle. Whitlock uh, with another a couple of sacks tonight. Uh, that front four was menacing tonight. Yeah and uh, yeah that Whitlock guy really impressed me and Vaughn and uh, um, yeah it, it's. <laughs> I don't know. Anything's possible. Like I never thought I'd say this this year, but after tonight, <laughs> what I've seen, uh, I'm a, they got me believing. And um, the only thing that um, I would, I know I said it before, but I think with what, what from what I've seen tonight of of uh, the team and with Mazzoli, I think we gotta we can get something now, and we should get something because we're pretty banged up. I, I think they need to trade Caleros. You can't have a half-million-dollar guy on your salary sitting on the sideline. And moving forward, I think that's what we need. I think that's the next move Hamilton needs to do is uh, trade 
trade uh, that half million dollar contract of Caleros and get something because uh, with with time, I think Mazzoli can uh, he's going to work out with this June Jones offense. Well, I'll say this: if Mazzoli um, continues to play well and they continue to win, they're going to look at that fat contract that's sitting on the sideline and say, "We can do a lot with that." Yeah, exactly. That's that's uh, th- th- anyway. That's that's going to be dealt with. I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm, I'm hoping. For sure. But, uh, anyway, hey Darcy, go thanks. Go. Thanks for the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your smartphone. Are you convinced? Are you more excited or are you convinced that this team has turned it around? Yes, two straight wins this nights. But when you look at the standings, I don't want to be. I don't want to be one of those guys that uh, knocks down what the Ticats have done over the last couple of days, or the last couple of games. You know, two games in less than a week, that's tough on any team. Two physical games, two games they had to win, and they did. So I've prefaced my comments with that. But they beat Toronto by only two, and they beat Ottawa by four, in which the opposition kickers have been, well, they've left some points on the field. I don't want to. I don't want to take anything away from the Cats. They could be zero and ten, but we can play the game the other way too. They could have beaten Edmonton twice as well, so this team could really be, you know, four and six. They could be a point out of first place. But hey, a win is a win, and is a win, and we will take tonight's win for sure. They're now two and eight. That sounds a heck of a lot better than one and nine, and especially a lot better than O and ten. Back to Twitter we go. Becca Marie Ware on Twitter says Team Gable will vote for CJ Gable, who by the way, by the way, had a season high night tonight. And what do I mean by that? Well, he had a season high number of carries of eleven. And a season-high 74 yards. And, oh yeah, he scored a couple of touchdowns, too. C.J. Gable is my player of the game tonight. I thought his running, and especially converting those short touchdown runs of one and two yards, the second of which gave the Cats a 17-1 lead, I thought he set the tone. I think C.J. Gable set the tone tonight. Easily his best game of 2017. I mean, not even close. He gets my player of the game vote tonight. Edward on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, writes, Defense, Leonard, dominated coverage all game. Offense, Masoli, excellent leadership and composure to march that offense down the field. I'll write both of those down. Leonard and Masoli. Back to the phones, Frank He's on the line. Hey, Frank, how are you? Hey, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How about you? I'm a happy man. <laughs> yes. We I, think I, are. I, I live in the Gage Park area, and I heard fireworks about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I don't know if that has anything to <laughs> do with it. We've won two in a row. <laughs> anyway, I agree with you. This is like, they, you know, they, they, I'm certainly impressed. And I've been, you know, I've never given up. And I have friends that backed off and said, oh, they're, you know, they're garbage. And I never said that. I said, it's never over till it's over. And, hey, you get a couple of wins. I've been predicting four wins in a row. We're right back in the, into it, and Ooh, wow. everybody's you know, got two out of four so far. And uh, uh, you know, I'm just I'm I'm happy, but you know, sure, there's going to be more changes, more improvements. Um, I certainly disagree. Uh, the Colorados that Colorado's that's his fault, and you know, it, like the guy was on his butt half the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't blame the quarterback for that. But uh, he seemed to have lost confidence, and Mazzoli's been doing great. Like I'm, you know, very happy. But uh, other than that, I'm like I said, I'm happy, and uh, I, I'm torn between uh, Gable and the Ticat defense as player of the game. Okay, you know what? I'll give a, a vote for both of them. Perfect. There you go. Um, you know, you mentioned you 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 had a feeling uh, or, or a hope that they would win four in a row. So they've won two in a row. Yep. They're going to host Saskatchewan. Next Friday, right. uh, Kevin Glenn got hurt earlier today against the Blue Bombers. Yes, he did. 
so they might be, yeah, I don't know, you never know when, when your number one guy goes down, yeah. what's going to happen? We saw it tonight with Trevor Harris going down and Drew Tate coming in. Yeah, he had a couple of great throws, but still Ottawa was not the same offensively. Then they're in BC, and that would be your fourth straight game, well, and I don't know about yeah, the line. Well, they're a pretty okay. good team. And well, hey, if I can get three out of four, I'll be happy with That's, that. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, we'd all be happy with that, no doubt about it. Yeah, Frank, but, appreciate the call. You mentioned earlier yes. that Banks, I think you said Banks didn't get a catch. I recall he got a 12-yard uh, second down catch to keep up drive going there in the fourth quarter. I'm looking at the, you know what, they just revised the stats here. Maybe I overlooked them. Yeah, he had three catches for 54 yards, so yeah. maybe I was just, uh, I don't know, inebriated somewhat. But certainly he was not player of the game. I mean, he played good, but right. you know, like you, I agree with you there. <laughs> Appreciate the call. Thanks, anyway, Frank. Have a great day. You too. Right. Take care. 905-645-3221. You can email your thoughts on tonight's Cats win. Rick at 900CHML.com. On Twitter at AM900CHML or at Rick Samprin. Or, hey, do both if you want. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. When we come back, more of your calls, emails, tweets, celebrating a Cats victory tonight on the fifth quarter on AM900CHML. 26-22, the final in favor of the Hamilton Tiger Cats tonight as they get their second straight win. They improve to 2-8. and eight. We'll look at the standings in a second or two, but uh, whenever you can get back-to-back wins, and let's not forget Ottawa had three in a row heading into this ballgame. Whenever you can get back-to-back wins, that confidence level rises, that uh, atmosphere in the locker room improves, the mood at practice gets a lot better. Look out, Saskatchewan. It could be three straight wins come next Friday night. An email from Melanie, who earlier in the day, uh, during the game, emailed uh, Rick Holy Smokes, scared to get too excited. Hashtag TD plays. I think the Cats were up 20 to 1 at the time. So she just emailed moments ago saying, Kay, I thought I spoke too soon there, Rick. That was not pretty. Too close for comfort, but a win is a win. Gable, our player of the game tweet from scott great two games this week hopefully we can get on a roll player of the game gable hashtag fifth quarter and david on twitter at rick samprin hope to catch your show tonight jeremiah his throws his running reminds me of ken hobart a bit tie cats fans deserve this two straight wins two and eight quick look at the standings they have four points now they're two back of montreal who's in third Still have a game in hand on the Alouettes. They're four back of, Mon- of uh, Toronto. Still the game in hand on the Argos. And they uh, have two games in hand of Ottawa. Although they are five points back of the Red Blacks. There's probably still going to be a crossover. Unless the West absolutely collapses. But Calgary's in first with 17 points. Winnipeg next with 16. Edmonton takes on the Stamps tonight in the third game of the triple header today. They have 14 points. BC with a big win last night. They have 12 points, and Saskatchewan has 10. The Riders now 5-5 five and five as they make the trek now to Hamilton next week to take on the 2-8 and eight Cats. Let's go back to the phones. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. We're talking about Hamilton's second consecutive victory. Jason's on the line. Hey, Jason, how are you? Not bad, Rick. How you doing, bud? I'm okay. I'm okay. I, I got to say, uh, the choices of player selection by the fans are fantastic, all, all very notable. Mm-hmm. But I got to say, the guys that uh, stand out for me, too, is that Dean fellow in Whitlock, because they really took it to that quarterback of the Red Blacks, and I think that was a difference maker, too. Devon uh, Coleman's big hit on uh, Trevor yeah. Harris, I, I think that was the turning point of the game. Yeah. yeah that, that because was Ottawa point. just st- – I mean, their, their, their offense uh, just sputtered after that. And I know Tate had the great touchdown toss and made a couple of throws, but they just they didn't have that same fluidity to their offense. Yeah, and you know what? And I'll tell you, Gable, you know, i got to call the Gable guy because um, – uh, especially Gable, he, he was outstanding in his play. The Ticats are really turning it, turning it around. Uh, Banks, he's coming around. He's waking up. And Mazzoli, what can I say? Mazzoli's phenomenal tonight. And uh, and you know what? I got I got to give it to the Red Blacks uh, uh, brass too because uh, that was really cool what they did for um, 
Bur- uh, Henry Burris. Burris. With the, with the wooden gray cup? With the, with the wooden uh, trophy there. Whoever uh, made that had great craftsmanship. And, yes. And when, uh, you know what? I think we got to do something like that for one of our tabbies, uh, superstar guys, one day. I have, have some uh, artiste there going and make something cool. <laughs> Very hammer-esque style, something uh, super crawl-esque or something. But uh, my wife and I, we really enjoyed the game tonight, and I had to call in and, and congratulate the Ticats and the Ticat Brass. They're coming around, man. They're waking up, man. And you know what they say about tiger cats and cats? They got more. They got nine lives. They got nine I lives. The, and I think the tiger cats have more than nine lives. Let's <laughs> tell you that. Hey, they've been around for 149 or 148 years. So yes, yes, they do. Here, here's the issue I had though with the wooden gray cup is, and you can <laughs> you can see this on the faces of the Mounties who were carrying it out. It, it it was probably a ton heavier than the actual gray cup. I'll say that was that that had to be oak, solid oak or mahogany <laughs> yeah. or something. They were dying that. a slow death coming on the field. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, Burris is lucky there wasn't a beaver around the chew on it or anything <laughs> like that. So. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> hey, Jason, who's your player of the game? You know what? I'm going to say the whole team, even the brass, even even the coaches, everyone, you know what? everybody, because it's a team effort. And I, I had my jersey on today. I went for one of my walks on the rail trail. I got my yellow T-shirt on still. I haven't packed it in yet, but I gotta say, I, uh, Thai cats are phenomenal, and I gotta say the Thai cats have have made my interest of football even stronger tonight because I'll, I'll be looking forward to an NFL version of the Packers and Seahawks opener tomorrow. I know it's not CFL talk, but it's all football, the same. We're one big happy family. Yeah. And way to go, Thai cats and Rick Zamperin, my friend. It was an honor to talk to you tonight on your show. My honor, uh, Jason. Thanks for the call. Enjoy the weekend. You, you, and all, the, uh, and everybody, all the best. Everybody, have a good night and savor the victory. All right, have a good one, Jason. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your smartphone. We have Mark and Simon. Let's go to Simon here, who's called in of the fifth quarter. How are you? Hello, good. Simon. How are you? I'm good. I'm hi, good. Uh, hi, Rick. Um, I just want to congratulate the Tiger Cats today because they played awesome. They came out to an aggressive start, like we haven't in the. Um, past games yeah they were on fire in the opening minutes of this game i mean they uh, uh Masoli was hitting everybody gable had that early touchdown they got the field goal right after uh they really put the pedal to the metal right out of the gate they were up 20 to 1 midway through the second quarter this is what we wanted to see all season long it was great to finally yeah. see it tonight yeah, um, my player of the game is the coaching staff because they came out to an aggressive start, unlike mm-hmm. the other games where we just had like second and ten and we threw like one yard pass. <laughs> yes, I remember so, those days. Yeah, um, so the coaching staff, um, see, we didn't dig ourselves into a hole. So, like the prior games where we go down 30 at half. Yeah, that wasn't so, good. That wasn't good, especially in Calgary. Yeah, yeah, like every game, basically. So, um, <laughs> yes. Hey, Simon, thanks for the call. Thank you. Enjoy the weekend. It's an honor. Yes. Have a good one. Uh, 905-645-3221 is the telephone number if you want to comment on tonight's 26-22 Ticats win over Ottawa. And uh, two straight wins now for the Tiger Cats. They are 2-8. and eight. And, uh, hey, half the season, or just over with this game, just over half the season is done and this team, regardless of their horrific start, let's call a spade a spade, it was bad. 0-8, you cannot put lipstick on that pig and call it pretty. But with two straight wins, they're right back in it. Matthew on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, considering Saskatchewan has never won at Tim Hortons Field, yet let's hope they carry this momentum to the next game. Hashtag fifth quarter and chris on twitter at rick samprin gable i could get used to the ticats actually having a run game yes 11 carries 74 yards tonight for cj gable mark's on the line hey mark thanks for calling the fifth quarter hey rick how's it going buddy i'm fantastic how about you i'm good good game tonight yes i think everyone's getting their uh, knickers up in a bunch Uh oh we're still two and eight and (laughs) got a long long way to go uh if we can win next friday that would be great Oh, I, I would agree with that. Three in a row, and you're now you're talking, you know, three Why and eight, not? and and really Why some not? huge momentum. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Who's so, your uh, Who's your player of the game tonight? I have to go with Leonard. 
Oh, he's he, fantastic. He, he doesn't make that tackle on third down there. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? Who, uh, you know what? I had visions of uh, the East Final a couple of years ago in which Ottawa pulled one out of the hat, and I was thinking, oh, no, here we go again. Exactly. Say just one more quick thing. Uh, yeah. Shout out to my. I'm in Napanee, so shout out to my friend Ashley who's listening back in Hamilton. Awesome. Hey, enjoy All the right. rest of the weekend, Mark. Thanks, Rick. You too, buddy. Have a good one. You too. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. We have an open phone bank for you. You can email rick at 900chml.com is the email address. Let's go to the email. And Dave, <laughs> this might be the the quickest email I ever read. Dave emails, whoo, and then whoo. Email from Mike. Another win, and this cat fan is super happy. That being said, some concerns. Number one is the cat's management of the ratio. As we dress Canadian players, we will not use outside of special teams. For example, four linebackers, but start Canadians elsewhere that if injured, like Felix Faubert-Lucier, oppose serious injury issues. I'd like to see us juggle that up a bit better. We also don't really make second-half adjustments, but that could just be the newness of the coaching staff. Finally, I'd, like, I'd still like to see more of a run game as our time of possession is still subpar and eating up some clock while giving a more varied look would be very beneficial. That being said, I like the more varied passing game. Gable is more involved, and the defense has some swagger back to go with aggression. Loving it. That email from Mike, he does raise some good points there. And let's just look at the linebacking situation. We have the three starters. We know that Dominic Ellis uh, is back on the six-game injured list. He was injured on Labor Day. So Cariel Brooks is now at the uh, linebacker spot opposite of Simone Lawrence. Larry Dean's still in the middle. But you have Barnett. And these are all Canadians. Barnett, Hughes, Davis, Newton, Renault, you have five Canadian linebackers. None of them will see the light of day in the starting lineup unless something catastrophic happens. So you have five guys just playing special teams. And that's okay, but when it's not okay is when you have injuries at other positions, like the defensive line. Ted Laurent's already gone. Ticats have traded John Chick. Capacotti goes down tonight, and now you and because he's Canadian, now you start to juggle. So you throw in Vaughn, who made a couple of nice plays tonight. If you put Whitlock in there, well, now you got to put in a Canadian somewhere else, and that's when you saw earlier in the ball game uh, C.J. Gable having to come out when Faubert Lucier got hurt, and C.O. Prime had to go in. So you're taking out an offensive threat. To put in primarily, and no offense to Prime, but he's primarily a blocking back. He's going to block, he's going to be your second tight end, he's going to be your goal line stand or, or, or goal line uh, offensive formation uh, because he's a big body. In a pinch, yeah, he can carry the football. We saw that a couple of years ago in Winnipeg when he came in, when Gable got hurt. But when you commit that many Canadians to one positional group, all those five guys being linebackers, if there's an entry somewhere else, man, you're kind of kind of hogtied there when we come back more reaction of uh, tonight's tie cats victory 26 22 over the red blacks we have some tweets and some emails to get through we'll run down the scoring summary as well we'll look ahead to some of the big games still coming up on the schedule and more of your calls as well star 9900 on your cell pick up the phone and call us at 905-645-3221 this is the fifth quarter on am 900 chml Rick Samprin here, Will Erskine on the other side of the glass, producing tonight's fifth quarter, and it is another Ticats win. Two in a row. Who'd have thunk it? After eight straight losses, many of them of the debilitating variety. You know, after the game, we would all just kind of slump on home. You'd call the fifth quarter. We'd have a you-know-what session. We were all angry. Calling for change. Change has come, and the change is now resulting in wins. We have a new starting quarterback in Jeremiah Masoli. We have a new head coach in June Jones. And ever since those two moves have made, or have been made, the uh, Ticats are 2-0.
905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can call us up. Give me your thoughts on tonight's game. Are you convinced that this team has now turned the corner? Or have the Ticats just beaten a couple of, eh, ho-hum teams in Toronto and Ottawa? Jeremiah Masoli tonight uh, completed 17 of his 31 passes. That is just 54.8%. 231 yards. He made some big plays. Made some big plays with his legs as well. Seven carries, 73 yards. I'm not going to say it was a fantastic game for Masoli. I wasn't blown away. This is Jeremiah Masoli. He'll put up some okay stats. He'll make some big plays, but he will be inconsistent. That's what we're going to get. The one thing we didn't get tonight, which I thought greatly aided the Ticats, was a turnover. Masoli did his job and did not give the football to the other team. Nor did any other Ticat. No turnovers tonight for Hamilton. It was a clean, clean game. Penalty-wise as well, this team did very good in that category as well. Only three penalties tonight for the Tiger Cats for 39 yards. That is almost perfect. Three penalties for 39 yards. Huge check mark in that category for Hamilton. Ottawa, on the other hand, took double the number of penalties that Hamilton did. They had six infractions for 96 yards. My player of the game, though, uh, C.J. Gable, 11 carries, 74 yards, two rushing touchdowns, one a one-yarder, the other a two-yarder. He also made three catches for 28 yards. He's my player of the game tonight. Who's yours? 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Tweet from Val simply writes, whole team. The whole team is his player of the game. Vito Tweets at Rick Samprin, C.J. Gable ran like a bull. He changed the complexion of that offense. He gets the game ball. Go, Cats, go. And Jake, Mr. Gable, always 100% every play. So a few more votes for C.J. Gable. Who's got your vote? You can tweet. You can email. You can call as well, just like Dave has. Dave, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Rick? I'm okay. Awesome. Two nice wins tonight, and... Uh it's nice to see whether or not it's a coincidence, but we're running the ball a hell of a lot more with C.J. Gable. And lo and behold, we've got a couple of wins. It's nice to see. Next comment I have is uh, the secondary has been criticized a lot this season, and uh, my favorite player is Emmanuel Davis, and he's been back for a couple of games. And, again, I don't know that that is probably not a coincidence either. He's very solid back there. And uh, to me, Emmanuel Davis on defense makes a big difference, and C.J. Gable would be um, the difference maker on offense as the player of the game for me. So Okay, so you're going Gable and Emmanuel Davis, who almost had an interception tonight, but it was called back uh, by a penalty. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, another comment, uh, it seems like uh, Luke Tasker is uh, a little bit quiet with the change of quarterback, and I, I know that quarterbacks have their favorites, mm-hmm. but... The plays are the plays and the reads are the reads. I'm wondering if that's just a coincidence as well, that Luke has been a little bit uh, a little bit quieter the last couple of games. I, I would uh, completely concur with you. I mean, he had five catches tonight for 46 yards. He is not as targeted as he has been when Zach Caleros has been in the lineup. And as you said, guys just have favorite receivers. You know, Trevor Harris, his favorite receiver is Greg Ellingson. I mean, guys just kind of connect with another player. For Masoli, though, and we've seen this throughout his CFL tenure, he's been in the league five years, he spreads the ball around pretty good. You know, Saunders had four catches tonight, Tasker, as I mentioned, had five, Banks had three, Gable had three, uh, Faubert, Lucier had two. Uh, you know, he's spreading the ball around, running the ball effectively, using C.J. Gable, that improved offensive line. Um, it, it's a much more multifaceted offense, I think, tonight. Uh, and, and for the past couple of games, that this Ticats team has taken advantage of more of their weapons. It seems as though the run and shoot uh, certainly uh, brings a lot more balance, and the ball certainly gets out a lot quicker. Um, to me, anyways, I'm not an expert on the run and shoot offense, but it certainly seems that the, the ball 
gets out of there a heck of a lot faster than it has been. Be interesting to see if if it ever comes to be that you know Masoli struggles in a half. They go to Caleros. How effective he would be in this offense? I'm very interested to see uh, when that comes about. And I, th- I think it'll come about eventually. It's just a matter of you know how it's going to happen. It seems to me that the run and shoot uh, certainly need to be a bit more mobile. And, and Zach isn't really mobile. He can move around a little bit, but certainly he's not a scrambling quarterback. So yeah, you're right. It's going to be interesting to see when that when that happens. And I think it will happen. I mean, there's a lot of talk in the media about how much money. Uh, he's making and all those sorts of things. Um, that's irrelevant. I mean, you got to win football games. The Ticats are in the business of entertainment, and uh, winning is a heck of a lot more entertaining than losing. <laughs> that's very true. So, anyways, but thanks very much, Rick. Uh, you do a great job on this fifth quarter. Thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. All right, have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cellular device if you want to comment on uh, tonight's Ticats win. Alan with an email. Hey, Rick, it's Alan from St. Catharines. Can you believe this? Who would have thought we would win two in a row with Masoli and the team didn't look bad tonight? It's a whole new team. June Jones making this team relaxed, and it's about time. Our O-line is excellent with Washington and Matthews at the tackles. A changing coach and taking out Caleros is the big thing that has made this team want to play. I think there is more to that, and I see us being a beast of the East for the second half of the season. Our front four played well tonight. Vaughn and Whitlock had a great game tonight. With Trevor Harris out maybe for an extended amount of time, and Toronto lost to us last weekend, and Montreal losing three in a row, I think we have the momentum hottest team in the East. I was looking forward to seeing Ricky Collins and Willie Quinn soon, who looks like a small Brandon Banks, trade Caleros and grab James Franklin or something. Go Cats go. Jeremiah Masoli, player of the game, that email from Alan, I don't think, as much as I'm a uh, James Franklin fan, I don't think the Edmonton Eskimos will take Zach Caleros or James Franklin. The math just doesn't work. Um, I'm, I, it just doesn't make sense either way, really. I mean, you still have uh, a good sense, I think, of what Caleros is as a quarterback. To trade him for a guy that we know a little bit about in James Franklin. Yeah, he has some good tools, but you talk about a guy who is untested. James Franklin fits that bill. In this league, I mean, what has he done? He hasn't started a whole season. He hasn't led a team to the Grey Cup. He hasn't even led a team to the playoffs or or for uh, you know a, a good stretch of time. He's got some good tools, got some good qualities, but if, I think if we saw him for an extended period of time, we would see a lot of warts to his game as well. Email from uh, Stephen out in Penticton, B.C. Evening, Rick. Two wins in a row. Great to see our cats learning how to win. Winning can be a habit forming, and that's what we are seeing. As a longtime cat fan, I'm happy for the players and coaches. Player of the game, I have to give it to Banks. Keep Masoli a starter. Sorry, Zach. And hats off again to June Jones. Our guys are getting better every game. Playoffs are a real possibility. Not dreaming out here in the West. Regards, Stephen. I, you know what? I, it, it, it's not a dream at this point. I mean, at 0-8, we were kind of thinking, well, you never know. I mean, the East is really bad. This team gets on a roll. If they kind of find themselves and start playing well, uh, you know, it could happen. Well, you know what? They won two in a row. It is happening. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but, I mean, what we have forecasted, or at least hoped earlier on in the year, was that this team would start to put it together, and they finally have. They've won two in a row. They haven't won the Grey Cup. They're not in a playoff position right now. There is a lot more heavy lifting still to come. And some of that will come next Friday against Saskatchewan, although we don't know the status of Kevin Glenn, Chris Jones, the head coach, and uh, King Puba in Regina did not offer uh, any news on whether Glenn is okay or the extent of his hand injury and whether he's going to be able to go. And if he's not, there is an opportunity for the Ticats to pounce on a wounded opponent. Then they go to BC. That's always a tough place to play. They have had some success in Vancouver. 
But the Lions, I mean, they're a really good team. Never mind offensively, with all the weapons they have, defensively, they're a solid unit. And playing on the West Coast, uh, it's always tough. You know, when I used to call the games, and I'm just calling a football game. I'm sitting or standing at watching a game, and by the second half, I'm tired. I can't imagine the guys on the field who are trying to pummel each other into the turf how they're feeling by the third and fourth quarter. That's why it's always really tough for those Eastern teams going out West. After the BC game, this is where it gets really interesting because they host Toronto. They go to Winnipeg. They host Calgary. And who knows? They could go one and two. They can go two and one. There's no way they're going three and oh in that stretch. I'm sorry. They never beat Calgary. Uh, And then they have Montreal, Ottawa on the road, and then back home to Montreal. I mean, the last five weeks of the season, five, six weeks of the season, uh, man, man, this is going to be fun to watch. Which team's going to show up? Which team is going to continue to vault up and down the standings in the East? I don't know. I mean, you look at it, and Ottawa and Toronto have four wins. Montreal is three. Hamilton now is two. Two wins separates first from last. Out East, that number I know is three, but Calgary is eight, one, and one, and Saskatchewan's five and five. I mean, that to me, that sounds way different than Ottawa at four, seven, and one, and Hamilton at two and eight. I mean, I just look at those two records, and I think they're both kind of in the trash can. Whereas the Stamps are the Stamps, and uh, Saskatchewan's at 500. That's that's a much bigger difference to me. One more break to come, and uh, one last chance for you to call in and give me your thoughts on tonight's football game. A 26-22 Ticats win. Yes, indeed you do. It's two in a row, two and eight on the season. The hottest team in the East Division right now. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can tweet at Rick Samprin at AM900CHML. Use the hashtag fifth quarter. Send me an email, rick at 900CHML.com. We'll go through the scoring summary, give you some more stats, and look forward to next week's game all in our next segment coming up here on the fifth quarter on AM900CHML. Hey, welcome back. Rick Samprin here. Ticats victorious once again. They beat Toronto on Labor Day. They beat Ottawa tonight at TD Play Stadium, 26-22 the final. It's two victories in a row, 2-8, and eight, and climbing up the East Division standings. They're two back of Montreal, four back of Toronto, five behind Ottawa. The confidence level of the team is going up, and as we can tell, With all our callers, tweeters, and emailers tonight, the confidence level from you, the fans, also going up tonight. Bev on Twitter, when Andy and Zach come back with the new running back lookout, Grey Cup bound, Simone, player of the game tonight. Now that will be an interesting dynamic if and when Andy Fantuz comes back. And let's hope it's sooner rather than later. I'm predicting late this month, early October. Unless he has some sort of setback, but let's cross our fingers and hope that doesn't happen. Adding another weapon to this offense, I mean, that's like winning the free agent lottery midway through the season or just in time for your playoff push. That would be huge. How much better would this Ticats offense look with Andy Fantuz in the lineup? You have Banks, Tasker, Saunders has been eh, okay this season, has made some big plays. Altman, when he's been in. Jones has had his ups and downs. But if you can add, and I know Brian Timms has been, you know, the odd man out here, and they discarded Kevin Elliott a while ago. But if you can add a guy like uh, Andy Fantuz, wow, that, that would be a huge, huge boost to this team. Wayne on Twitter uh, with an 0-8 start and two wins now. We still have a shot at the playoffs. Terrible East Division. Yes, it is terrible, but at this point, we'll take it. Greg on Twitter, I was born in Ottawa, so usually cheer for Red Blacks. Cheered for Ticats this time. They needed the win more. Congrats, Ticats. Well, thanks for cheering, Greg. 
We got the win. Bill tweets, got to be Jeremiah Masoli. He did a good job keeping the Ottawa D off balance with a mix of throws, handoffs, and running himself when needed. Jen on Twitter, at Canadian Cutie. I love the handle. Uh, can't believe it. They've won two straight. Masoli is my pick. Hashtag fifth quarter. Hashtag Ticats. And Mark on Twitter, Zach is not mobile because Austin turned him that way. Plus, he's scared to get hurt again. Put Zach back, his hashtag. I would say that Zach is not as mobile as he has been in the past or was in the past. And for the simple fact that, I mean, he had ACL reconstructive surgery or reconstructive knee surgery after snapping that ACL, tearing that ACL. And I think ever since, and I think we can all agree, ever since that injury, ever since he had the concussion, ever since Tommy Condell left the organization, he's not been the same. This Ticats offense has not been the same. It has sputtered more often than not. And those are just a few of the reasons why. Uh, Back to the email. This one from uh, Joe from Niagara. Hey, Rick, a great game tonight by the entire team. Our O-line looked good, the defense showed up, and man, it's nice to actually have a running game. I think Gable is one of my players of the game, but also need to give a shout-out to Masoli, who had another great game. I'm glad Austin is not the coach anymore. This team looks relaxed, and we are actually using players for what they have the most success in. Can you believe Gable was benched for a couple of games this year? Just crazy. Also, I'm not sure if I'm the only one, but I am not a fan of Mike Jones. This guy can't seem to catch anything. Anyway, I hope our Canadians can get healthy and don't blink. We are not far out of first, uh, out of clinching first in the East. Haha. At least this game ended on time. Take care, Rick. Oski Wee Wee. Oski Wee Wee Every was his sign off. I think we'll just leave it at Oski Wee Wee. Joe from Niagara. Thanks for the email. Love it. And yeah, no weather delays tonight in the Capitol. That was good to see. Uh, Also a tweet from Simon B. When you uh, post the recording of the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML, well, we will post it when the show is actually done. I'll send you a link, Simon B. 905-645-3221, star 9900 is the telephone. In a matter of minutes, we will name our player of the game, voted by you as the fans, and we'll also anoint tonight's fifth quarter fan of the night. Chris has called into the show. Hey, Chris, how are you? Hey, uh, very good. How about you? I'm pretty good. Oh, of course. Uh, what a great win. Yes. Indeed. Uh, I just want to ask a couple of questions. Uh, for, first off, I was wondering um, about, um, well, my main question, actually. I was wondering if uh, Zacharios had um, all that uh, fence line protection, how uh, we would have done in the last few games. If he had the same protect, uh, protection as Masoli has had uh, tonight, yeah. I, I think he would have done a lot of be- a lot better than he has in the, you know the first eight games. That's for sure. And I mean, uh, he he I, was running for his life at times. Oh, for sure. I wouldn't blame him as uh, compared to uh, a couple or so years ago when he had the time, mm-hmm. when he had the team around him and playing uh, around him, and he we dominated those games by the first half. And yeah. um, what was your second point? Um, yeah, the second was, um, I was also kind of wondering, too, if, um, uh, also if he'd been, um, you know, healthier as well, too, uh, at the time, you know, in terms of, uh, if he'd also had not only the protection, but, uh, I'm kind of thinking about, um, if he also had, uh, Shall we say um, better weapons? Other other guys? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, Well, that remains to be seen. And and thanks for the call, Chris. You know, we can only speculate on how um, good or how productive a player would be if he had, uh, you know, other guys around him. I mean, we can say that pretty much for any person, any player at any position. You know, if you're a linebacker, if you had a better you know, teammate on the one side. If you're a quarterback, if you had a better offensive lineman. If you're a defensive back, you know, is it, do you have a great safety that's kind of beside you? If you are a uh, 
uh, you know, an offensive lineman, you know, is your center doing their job? Is the guard, you know, there's so many, vari- and this is why we love the game, but there's so many variables with football positionally that one guy is so important to the next and the next and the next. Uh, email from Bob. Hi, Rick. Great to see the team hang on for another win, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. It's not like we dominated Toronto and Ottawa for the whole game. That was the point I was trying to make earlier on in the show. Uh, the offense was flat tonight in the third quarter. Agreed. That being said, it was good to see the defense playing much better. But does anyone really think they can beat teams like Calgary, BC, or Winnipeg? Player of the game, Gable or Devon Coleman? Thanks, that email from Bob. And an email from... Angelo, well, 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 if this is what we're in for for the remainder of the season, we're in for a doozy of a finish. I thought the team as a whole played with great energy, emotion, and aggression. We maintained the momentum and focus and didn't give up big plays, as was the pattern in previous games. I thought Masoli was a general out there, showed great command and leadership at the quarterback position. He will obviously get better moving forward. But the intensity and compete level tonight was phenomenal. It was impressive, to say the least. Let's all enjoy this one, Ticat Nation. Bring on the Rough Riders. As for Zach, one would think he would offer to restructure his contract willingly. Your thoughts, Rick? Player of the game, Mr. Masoli, that email from Angelo. Whether or not Jeremiah Masoli would be uh, would consider a contract reshuffling or rejigging or restructuring, I guess it all depends. I mean, they won't have that conversation until after the season, unless they trade him before the trade deadline, which I don't really see. Because if you're in a playoff push, why would you get rid of one of your biggest assets? And if Masoli, you know, fingers crossed, knock on wood, if he gets hurt, and now you're turning to Everett Golson, I'd rather have Zach Caleros. Now, whether or not he's going to restructure in the offseason, that is going to be the question. Because he might say, you know what, no, I signed this contract. You guys signed me to it. You know, it takes two to tango. I'm going to rest on my laurels. Uh, no, I'm not going to restructure. Then the Ticats have a decision to make. Do they trade? Do they cut? Uh, do they want to lose him for nothing? I don't know. That's a decision that is going to have to be made, I think, in the offseason. I don't think this team is going to trade him. I don't think there's another team out there that's going to want to foot that bill, considering what he's done this season. Our player of the game tonight, voted by you, the fans, Jeremiah Masoli, and our fifth quarter fan of the night is Jason. We don't have time to play the call, but Jason had a great call tonight, and uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thanks to all our callers emailers and twitters big thanks to producer will erskine my name's rick samprin check out the fifth quarter podcast on itunes and google play and at 900chml.com we're back next friday after the tie cats host the rough riders enjoy the rest of the weekend right here on am 900 chml the fifth quarter after every tie cats game on am 900 chml